Welcome to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast. The show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After nearly 10 years of building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who have been in it too, and I want to share all of that with you. So sit back, fill your coffee cup up, and listen in. Hey guys, I'm happy to be back here with another episode. I, If you heard last week's, um, you realized that we took a little bit of a break over the summer and are back now with our regularly scheduled episodes. But this is one of the, this is the first um, solo episode that I've recorded recently, so... I'm just excited to do it. I realized I kind of missed just coming on here and talking to you. So I hope that you're enjoying getting back into listening again. Um, and yeah, I hope you really liked the last episode, the interview, and we have another really good interview coming next week. So definitely, you know, you can look forward to those again. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I wanted to, though, I knew that the one thing I wanted to talk about when I came back on for another solo was, um, related to the fact that my company just celebrated nine years in business, um, which was technically, um, last month now. I think this episode will be going live at the end of September and technically we celebrated nine years in August. So that just felt like pretty big. I don't know. I mean, I obviously, I mean, eight years felt big too, (laughs) but nine, I don't know. Nine is like hard to wrap your mind around. That feels like it's almost 10 years. Like I don't see how I'm old enough to have been doing anything for nine years, let alone running a business. But, um, yeah, my God, time flies, I guess. But, uh, I wanted to talk about it because I put, I, you know, put up an Instagram post kind of mentioning the nine year anniversary. And I put up a couple of things just quickly about, you know, some of the things I've learned in the last nine years of business. And I don't know, I wanted to talk it through more. <laughs> I, I only listed a couple of things. Obviously there's a lot, um, But I feel like there are a couple things that I have found personally to be really, really important and helpful and useful when it comes to actually finding, you know, a certain level of success in business, like actually making this business life work and actually enjoying it along the way and things like that. And I know there are a lot of, I mean, there's obviously a lot of different things, um, that I could say. It takes a lot. I'm not going to say that I can talk about everything it takes right now, but I think there's a lot of, you know, kind of cliched things. And I mean, not necessarily cliched, like they're not important, but like, you know, there's a lot of things that anybody will tell you or you'll, you'll hear and see anywhere. But I feel like there's a couple of things that I feel like get less attention that people talk about less that I think are maybe the most important things, or at least just as important as the other things people will tell you about. I think that when it comes to business, it's, it's not, you know, it's not about the marketing. It's not about how, you know, how well you got down your sales strategy. I mean, it is, you know, 
to a certain extent, some of it has to do with making sure that you're going to be making money, right? But I think there are other things that people don't see and that people don't talk about as much. So I feel like one of the most important things, um, and you know, kind of going along the same vein with like nine years, people are like, Oh, I didn't know you were in business for that long. Yeah. A lot of people don't know because in the first couple of years, nobody, I didn't know anybody, you know, nobody knew me. We, I didn't have like a community of other business owners. And also it's just, I mean, yeah, it takes time. Like, I think that that's one of the biggest <laughs> things to keep in mind. It takes time to get to a point where people care or where people notice what you're doing or where people see you as being successful. Not that you can't be successful in a year or two. I mean, you can. There are definitely businesses that do that. But I think that there's something that people find almost like impressive about longevity. Um, I think in the first one to two years, I definitely didn't make as much money as a lot of businesses do in the first one to two years. I think in nine years, I haven't made as much money as a lot of businesses do in one to two years. You know, I mean, there's all different kind of, there, there's such a spectrum to that, but a business can also be wildly, you know, successful. And I'm using air quotes, which you can't see, um, in the first one to two years, maybe bring in a ton of money and then still go out of business in the third year. I mean, how you see that a lot. I think that's common with like startups, like a lot of startups you'll see, they get like a ton of funding even in the first couple of years and then they don't last. And it's like, what happened? You know, I mean, there are so many things that could happen, but I think it's just important to, to realize that yes, you can be successful quickly or successful in a year or two years, but to actually build something that's sustainable over the long term to build something with longevity and to build something that's going to actually be there for you for years to come or the rest of your life or something that's going to support other people, you know, even beyond you, that takes time. And I think that being consistent and just not giving up, like that is literally how we've made it to where we are. And that's how everyone makes it. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that people who do start a business and, and it like, you know, crashes or whatever in the first two years. Um, I don't know, you know, of course there are all kinds of situations, but I would argue that there's usually a way that they could have probably kept it going. You know, not everybody's willing to do the things that it might take to keep it going. But I think, you know, the only thing that really leads to a successful, sustainable business with longevity is, is time is putting in that time and making sure that you're doing whatever it needs over that amount of time. And I just feel like that's something to keep in mind. Cause I think a lot of people start a business expecting it to be really successful really quickly. And I think that is, that is what you see in the news. That is what you see out there sometimes as like, you know, the success stories, but I don't think that's reality for most businesses. I think that is, yeah, I think that's, that's not the norm. That is, those are the exceptions to the rule. And I think that building something slowly over time is more likely to get you the long-term results that you're going to be happy with. So I think that's something just worth keeping in mind. Um, and I think that, I think that just kind of having that mindset, I guess, or that ability to like, to just be okay with that is, is a lot of what, kept me going and has, has made this business possible for so long. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I didn't expect to, you know, 
I didn't expect to necessarily make it big in the first year or so or the first couple years or I guess my idea of what making it or what was what being successful was has changed a lot over time um and yeah I mean the only thing I knew for sure was that I wasn't going to give up that it, it wasn't going to stop I wasn't going to do something else or you know stop doing whatever I needed to do to make this business um be my job so time that's what it took that's what that's how <laughs> you get somewhere um and again it's like kind of sort of a super obvious kind of thing but I just think it's important to talk about I think it's important to not go into something assuming you're gonna like get to a level that you're seeing other people being at within you know just a couple of years because it takes a lot of time to to build something so anyway I think um yeah, I think that's like kind of the first thing to keep in mind in terms of like actually having a business that still exists nine years later. Um, and one of the other things that might be a slightly, um, that might be a slightly, oh my gosh, what's the word I'm thinking of? <laughs> um, unpopular opinion or something. I don't think that's what I was looking for, but that's okay. Um, I think it's important, especially towards the beginning of your business. Um, but I think it's something I strive for always is to never over promise, um, but to over deliver whenever you can. So that's what I think is probably unpopular opinion. I know a lot of people are like, you know, charge your worth and then have your boundaries stick to what you're, what you said you could, were going to do. And that's it. Um, I think if it's possible and like easy enough for you to over deliver whenever possible, that can be really helpful. That really helps build your reputation. That makes people really happy. People feel like they've had a great experience working with you. Um, but yeah, I think the, the biggest part of that or the most important part is the never over promise part. Um, I think a lot of people overpromise, especially at the beginning of business. I think it's important to be really honest with your abilities, about your abilities, to be really honest with like what you're going to do for someone and how you're going to do it. And then, and then to stick to that and, and actually do it. Um, I think a lot of times when people are getting started, you know, there's a certain level of like fake it till you make it kind of mindset. And I think that's important in terms of like not being afraid to try something just because you haven't done it before in that capacity. Like, Yes, with my first client, I had never run a business before. I had never actually had my own for my own PR client before. So I was kind of, you know, as I guess what they would say, you know, faking it till I make it in terms of running the business side of things, um, you know, acting like a business owner when I didn't like feel like one yet, because that was just not something I was comfortable with, but I never felt like I was faking my services. I had been doing PR for years before that. I knew exactly what I was doing when it came to the services I was promising. So I would never overpromise the services I was going to provide. I would never have gone into it being like, oh yeah, I can do this for you without knowing that I could. Um, and again, not to say that you never expand your services or try to branch out into something you've never, you know, that you haven't had that direct experience in, but I would be honest with a client. If I was like, you know what, we haven't really done it this way before done it like that before, but you know, we can work on it and we can try. And I would be honest about that. And again, I'm not saying you can never like try a little extra. Um, but again, that's where it would be over delivering. I think, you know, if I wanted to try something new with a client, I wouldn't promise them I could do it and get great results. I would promise them the things that I knew we could do. And then I would kind of, 
you know, maybe try, you know, reaching out to a bigger type of publication than we'd ever secured coverage in before. And that would be an over delivery to the client because I hadn't promised that kind of coverage. But once we did it, we knew we could do it. And then we had those contacts and those relationships. And then we could promise that kind of coverage to another client next time. And no, I mean, well, that's, it's a, that's a tricky choice of words with PR because you can never kind of, you can never really promise because <laughs> that writer, no matter the relationship we have, it still depends on what they have room for and what their, you know, editor says and things like that. But, you know, we could promise that we can, you know, we can show that we do that kind of work for people. So that's what I mean by never over promise, but over deliver whenever you can, because over delivery is what actually help, can help you build to the next stage in your business and can help show, you know, prove the kinds of things that you can do without having promised that to a client. If you're not sure that you could actually make it happen, because then they're going to have a very bad taste in their mouth about you and your company. And that's not how you get good, you know, word of mouth <laughs> marketing for your next client. I think that I was always, um, yeah, I was always really honest about what we would do and what we could do, I think. Um, or at least, you know, I always tried to be. Of course, there's always a certain level of unknown, but I don't think I ever would overpromise, at least not blatantly, you know? There's always times when something maybe doesn't work out the way you think it is, but again, we'd be honest about that. Um, and would over-deliver whenever we could. And so that's when clients really love working with you and they refer you to other people. And, you know, years later, I'll get referrals from a client we worked with years ago. And that's the kind of thing that, again, helps with the longevity of your business. Because if you go into something quickly in the first couple of years and you over-promise what you're going to provide and you don't deliver or you don't, or you don't over-deliver and you just maybe provide exactly what you said you would. And if they ask for something more, you're like really rigid about sticking to your boundaries and like won't consider taking it on or things like that that's again it's just not a wonderful client experience and those clients aren't going to then refer you to a friend because they're going to not be like mm, you know I don't want to refer them to this person and then like they kind of get the same kind of experience that I got where you know they did what they said they were going to do but they didn't feel like they really wanted to like work with me that much they didn't feel like they wanted to do anything extra or ever talk about new ideas or, you know, they didn't answer my calls if it wasn't, you know, between this and that time frame, even if it was like during the work day, whatever it is, you know, like I think that being there and being more like a partnership with your client is important and treating them as, you know, as if it's a partnership and not just like, here's my rules, here are my boundaries and that's that. And if it doesn't work for you, you know, that's, that's not my problem. Like, I think there's a lot of that kind of in business these days and it has to do with like setting boundaries and making sure that you're not overextending yourself and you're not burning yourself out. And those things are very, very important. But I do think that at the beginning, you have to be more, a little more open. You have to be a little more willing. You're not going to burn out in the first couple of years. Like if you do, then business honestly is not for you. Um, because you have to, I do think you have to be willing to do some of those things. You have to be willing to over deliver a little bit at the beginning in order to build to a place where you can then, you know, have proven yourself enough to have those kinds of, um, those kinds of boundaries and set your, you know, your own expectations and, I know that's not, some people are going to really, really be disagreeing with me because I know not everybody believes that, but that is in my personal experience, something that I've seen a lot with businesses and definitely was my personal experience too. I had to really put in a lot at the beginning before I got to a place where I could really 
make more of the rules <laughs> that worked best for me and my lifestyle um, and weren't necessarily coming from a place of you know, you get to a stage where you're like, okay, this is the kind of business, uh, you know, the kind of like, you know, clients I want to work with. These are the kinds of hours I want to keep. These are the kinds of things I want to do. And like, you get to a point where you can turn people down and you can, um, you know, walk away from <laughs> money or from clients. But in my, again, in my experience, it can take a while to get to that place. Um, and again, I'm not saying take whatever you can get. I'm not one of those people who's like work with any client, no matter what, I think to a certain extent, like, yes, you need to be careful about the kinds of clients you work with from the very beginning. You want them to be the clients that you want to have on your roster and on your, you know, um, like in your portfolio and things like that. But there's always, you know, there's always going to be difficulties. And I just think that being able to kind of work with them is very important and, and find ways to make things work, um, until you get to a point where you're really making enough steady, you know, enough steady revenue that you can get a little more picky and things like that. That's kind of what I'm thinking, what I'm talking about here. Um, yeah. So I think kind of, again, I mean, I guess all of these things kind of flow into each other, but, uh, sort of along those lines, I think that you should not be afraid to waste your time at the beginning. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is kind of related, but this is another thing I see people talk about, you know, it's very similar to what I just said in terms of like, I see people saying, you know, from the very beginning, like set your boundaries, have your things that you do and you don't do and, um, stick with that. And I think, again, that can work in the short term. If you're setting up a business and you're going to run it for a year or so, sure, do whatever you need for, for the lifestyle you want. But I think if you're setting something up for longevity, you might not have the lifestyle you want in the first couple of years, but you're building towards the lifestyle that you want long-term. And I think that's the most important, um, thing to keep in mind is that you're building for the long term, And, yeah, I see like, like a lot of people say like, Oh, um, like don't have a meeting with somebody. If you don't know, you know, that you're going to make money from them. If somebody says they want to meet up to, for networking or to pick your brain or something like that, um, send them an invoice, right? Like charge your worth. Every hour is valuable to you. And every hour is a money-making possibility. Like, and I, again, I get it to a certain extent, but I don't subscribe to that thought process and I still don't to this day. So I'm not even saying like, you know, kind of, this is not just in the first couple of years, like even now nine years in business. I mean, I'm not saying I'll meet up with anybody for coffee at any point in time all the time, but I will never say no just because I don't have time to talk to people that aren't going to be paying me for that hour. I think that's a really short-sighted way of doing business. And I also just think it's yucky. Like I, I don't want to be the kind of person who isn't willing to talk to somebody because they're not paying me. Like I don't, I don't want to be that kind of person. And that's not the kind of person I want to be a part of my business or in my company either. Um, I don't think I work with clients like that either. I don't think any of our clients are the kind of people who would feel that way either. So like, that's something that's important to me. Like you know, larger than just myself or my, my immediate team. Like it's the way I want to do business and the people I want to surround myself with. Um, I think it can be great to have a meeting with someone who, you know, even if you don't see an immediate outcome as part of that, even if they're not going to hire you, um, honestly, it may pay off years down the road and I've seen it happen so many times. Um, 
I definitely have had people that like I'll have met up with years ago, just, you know, for whatever reason to, to talk, to talk business for a networking thing, because they wanted to, to hear my thoughts or on something they're working on, whatever it's been. And I, and years later, either they hire me or more often than not, they refer me to someone else who is like my ideal client who wants my services and, you know, is the kind of person who's willing to pay exactly what I charge. Um, and I think, you know, people are surprised a lot that I say we don't actually, I don't promote our business that much or our services. Like our clients are so, my clients are almost entirely always referrals. Um, basically word of mouth from other people who either I know they're in my business circles or I've worked with them before. I don't think you can, I don't think you should underestimate that. I think that the relationships you build now are the relationships that have the possibility to help make your business successful five years from now. And I think that's a really important thing to just keep in mind all the time. Um, yeah, I don't think we should get caught up in, you know, as busy as you might feel right now, like, well, actually back up. I mean, even if, I mean, if you feel busy, like I'm not saying to like make time in your schedule if you don't have it for something, but I'm saying if you do, you know, if it's something that you want to do and you have time for it and it feels like it makes sense to you, you don't have like an immediate reason to say no besides the fact that you think that you shouldn't like, again, go for coffee or something unless you're getting paid for it. I don't, that's just not a good reason. I think that if it makes sense to you, if it's someone you think you would enjoy spending time with, if you would like to go get a coffee, um, or things like that, you know, then, then I think those are always a great idea. I think anything, anytime that you can kind of network, build a relationship with someone else who's obviously interested in you and what you're doing. Um, those things are really what, helps the world go around. I think, I think that's what helps your business grow in the long term. And again, I know it's an unpopular opinion. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's what I want to say about that. <laughs> and, and honestly, like, again, it just goes back to like, I think being that kind of person will benefit you in the long term. Like for me, it just aligns with my personality in general, but I think, you know, even if it doesn't for you and you're like, you're the kind of person who maybe doesn't feel like you would enjoy that kind of thing. I think being seen as the kind of person who will do that stuff is actually worth pushing yourself towards sometimes. Um, because again, it's the kind of thing where people remember that people want to work with people they like, right? People want to work with friendly people. People want to refer friendly people. So if somebody sees you as the kind of person who's like happy to go grab a coffee and talk business once in a while, like that's the kind of person they're going to want to refer to their, you know, friend or neighbor who might be looking for your services next year. And I think that's an important thing to keep in mind. And I, yeah, again, I just think it's really short-sighted to think, well, the dollar, you know, I mean, the hour that you could charge for today just usually doesn't even compare. It just doesn't come close to, you know, the long-term monthly retainer that you could be getting from, those relationships in the future. And again, keeping in mind that that person could end up referring you to multiple clients in the future. And again, I'm just saying this because it's, this is my personal experience. Um, I have gotten so many of my clients from people that I have met with in, in some way or done something for in some way or whatever it is like years ago. And they remember you. 
So along with that, kind of in a more, I guess, a more um, positive side of that too, is I think that one of the most important things you can do, one of the most important things that I've, that one of the things that I have learned is the most important in this time is to connect with others who build you up. And so it's, again, kind of connected to what I was just talking about because a lot of those connections come from like getting together with somebody that you don't yet know that well at the time, right? Or that somebody wants to connect you with so-and-so because they think you'll jive together or wants to, somebody wants to connect you with so-and-so because they think, you know, that you guys might be able to help each other out in some way or, um, whatever that is. Like when people, if people try to make those connections for you, that's often where you might actually connect with another business owner who ends up being your business bestie and, you know, is the person that you can call to actually like talk through issues you may be having or celebrate, you know, landing a new amazing client with you, things like that, like that, that's, that's what makes it more fun, you know, and that's what helps you all to grow over time. And I think having those connections can be really really beneficial over time. Again, it's not like one of those immediate things that's going to be like, this is what you need to do. You know, this is what to implement in your marketing strategy to make more sales tomorrow. But I think that having these connections with other, other women in business or whatever that looks like for you, people who are going to build you up when you need it, people who are going to be there to bounce ideas off of people who are going to kind of, you know, keep dragging you along on the days that you feel down those are the, that's what's going to help keep you going when the when the times get tough right and that's what's going to help you build bigger than you ever expected that you could you know when you see what other people are doing and you get inspired by them and that is really what's going to help with you know that's what helps your business become successful over time that's where where you get the longevity from again this goes back to the first thing about time sticking with it when it gets hard, sticking with it, if it doesn't feel easy, because we're, you're going to have those times too. Those, those times come up probably, you know, every single year and it's not, you know, these connections are what can help me, you not want to give up or, or the, be the people who are going to not let you give up if you do want to. Um, so I think that that is honestly one of the most important, um, keys to success, but also keys to like enjoying it too, right? Because you can be, you can, you can have a business for years. You can have a successful business when it comes to, you know, revenue or, or building a team or whatever. But if you're not actually like enjoying it as much as you could, then is it worth it? I don't know. I mean, I think that having some connections, um, you know, connecting with other people along the way and having some building friendships, basically, and building relationships um, with others who build you up. I think that's what's going to help make sure you actually have a fun time with this and actually enjoy your life while you're building your business or while you're running your business. And so for me, I know that those relationships have been huge. Those have been like one of the biggest things. And um, you know, I met a lot of them through my female millennial entrepreneurs networking group. And, um, yeah, I think it's just really important. Like I started that group because I didn't know people and I wasn't, I was feeling that I didn't have those connections and those relationships. So that just to say, you know, 
you might have to actively seek them out. You might have to find these people, but I think that's really important. And I think it's one of the most important things that I did. And again, it goes right back also to the last one. Like those also might be the people who refer you to other people. Those are the people who are going to be like, you know, singing your praises, right? Even if they've never actually hired you, but they might like, you know, basically be your cheerleaders, whether you're there or not, you know, in, in another room, when it comes to other, you know, other networking opportunities or other potential clients, you know, they might, um, tell people how great you are. So, I mean, I think, you know, again, it's all interconnected. Um, these might be the people you went for a free coffee with. These might be the people who refer you a client years down the line. But again, I don't think that's necessarily why these connections are, are so important. Um, I think just having that friendship in business is important. So yeah, I think those are, those are like my main, maybe not as, um, you know, maybe not the most popular opinion, but my personal opinion on things that have helped me get to this point. Um, and one last thing I'll say too is so much of it is mindset. And I think I wasn't aware of this so much at the beginning too, for like the first several years. Um, but your mindset is so, so important. What you believe is your reality. Like I, and I'm not the one to get into that too much, but it's something I've only really been learning about in the, you know, in the more recent years, but think about that again and, and think about what it means and maybe look into it a little. If you, if you haven't ever kind of heard that stuff before I looked into mindset much, but what you believe is the reality. It is your reality. It is the reality for you and your business. And I have found that to be so true. There's so much that you can do or change or build or, or so much growth you can have if you look into your mindset and if you think about what your deciding for yourself, what you're working towards for your business and what you're doing and saying and thinking to make it happen. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot you can do with like affirmations and, um, you know, telling yourself certain things makes them actually be true. Like telling yourself you're going to do this or that, like actually makes you do it. <laughs> and to, to really simplify some of what I'm kind of mean, um, and having a positive mindset and a positive outlook on what you're doing, I think is, is really so important because if you get down, if you kind of get stuck in, in the difficulties, I mean, then that becomes your reality. That is what you're living with. That is what, what you are. So I think that's, I guess I can probably go into a whole episode on, on that. But again, I'm not actually the one you should be like listening to <laughs> talk about this stuff. Um, I think you should look into, uh, you know, the idea of, um, just mindset, but also, you know, attraction and manifestation and all of that stuff. Like I have seen, that also be a very important part of my business and other businesses. And so I think that's worth looking into and thinking about too. So yeah, I think those are kind of the main things that I think have been instrumental in getting to nine years in business. So in thinking about that anniversary or that milestone, um, those are kind of the things I've reflected the most on, on what has made it 
what has allowed me to get there, what has been important along the way, and um, kind of the things that I would just have other people keep in mind if they're starting a business or, or somewhere along, you know, the road and not sure, you know, how to make sure you're going to be successful or how to make sure you're going to be able to stick with it long-term or make sure that this is a long-term business. Um, yeah, keep that in mind. I think, let me know if you have, um, thoughts on any of those things. If you've had seen success, um, from any of them too, I think of course there are like, I feel like there are a lot more things I could have talked about. There are a lot more pieces to it and different things that have helped along the way, um, and been important, but those are really what came to me as some of the most important things, especially some of the most important things nobody's talked about. You know, it's, it's just, it takes time and so much of, so much of reaching a milestone or, of you know, making it to a certain success level in business is just not giving up when it gets hard. You just have to keep putting in the time and then, you know, over time and, and everything you learn throughout a long time frame, that's what's going to help make it get easier over time. So I think that's really important. I think being honest with yourself and your clients or anybody that you work with and not over promising is really important because again, we're thinking about how that's going to help you down the line or hurt you down the line. Um, and yeah, not being afraid to waste your time with things that, you know, people might be telling you are a waste of time at the beginning, but actually you can see might help you build again, years down the line, like things that might pay off years down the line. And right now aren't a make or break for you, you know, and I mean, again, not to go back into that topic, but I mean, at the beginning I had a lot of time on my hands, right? I had less clients than time in the day. And so yeah, to meet with people, to have conversations, to potentially learn from someone else or to let somebody else learn from me and see me as more of an expert than them. That was more valuable than the hour that I would have sat at home, like, you know, not having a ton of work to do. <laughs> um, and yeah, connecting with others who are going to build you up, man. If you don't have someone like that, try to figure out how you can create a relationship like that. Try to find someone who inspires you and, and build that relationship. Keep it going. Yeah, so I would love to hear how long you've been in business. I'm definitely not the end-all be-all expert. I'm I'm not the expert in business or entrepreneurship. I'm just somebody who's been doing it. I know there are a lot of you out there who've been doing it way longer than nine years. Um, or people who've been doing it less than nine years and become super successful or haven't, um, but still have, you know, you might still have a really great input. So I'd love to hear what you think have been some of the biggest things that have helped you succeed, um, or what the biggest things have helped you enjoy your time running your business. Right. I think that's important too, maybe equally so. Um, so yeah, comment on this post on Instagram. If you have thoughts, I'd love to hear them or message me directly. Um, we're at Quotable Media Co. on Instagram. I will see messages there. And uh, yeah, happy to hear your thoughts. I hope this might have been helpful, maybe gives you the boost that you need or, or a different way of thinking about something today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe to Quotable, a female millennial entrepreneur podcast, wherever you listen. So you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes. So other people will be able to find us easily. 
Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes or online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. If you want to join the community of other female millennial entrepreneurs, join our Facebook group by searching female millennial entrepreneurs on Facebook. Talk to you soon and see you there.